Yes, uh, Dr. Peach is here with us uh, this morning. <laughs> so since when are you a doctor? Oh, what happened was uh, about three or four years ago, a decision was made that vets can be called doctors if they want. because And that's kind of come in from the States where all, all vets in the States are doctors. And in Australia, they're all doctors. And the UK, then they made the announcement they're going to allow vets there to call themselves doctors as well. Um, and so that came in Ireland as well. Right, okay. But well, we know you because <laughs> Pete Weatherburn, Pete the Vet on the website, and you can find Pete on Old Connor in uh, Bray Vet. Uh, mm. Thanks for coming in, uh, Pete. And I see that you've been appointed to the board of the ISPCA. Yes. Um, it's, it's always been an interest of mine, animal welfare. And at the ISPCA, in the last 18 months, what happened was the former CEO left the organisation and then the entire board um, stood down and there's a, a new CEO and an entirely new board. So that means that it's like a complete sort of review of the whole setup and everything. Um, and so it's, it's, a, it's a very exciting time. There's great potential, I think, for the ISPCA to, to really help change animal welfare, improve animal welfare across the country. Um, it is the national organisation as such. It's got lots of affiliates, which are local organisations uh, um, who, who are linked to the ISPCA. So there's a national network already there and our aim is to do what we can to to, to move that along so that um, basically the, the the welfare of animals is improved o- over the next um, while I mean I, 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 I've been living in Ireland now Declan for 30 years and an awful lot has improved for example the number of stray dogs being euthanized has gone down from over 30,000 per year to less than 200 that's a real tangible measure of how things have improved but we now need to spend the next 30 years getting better again and tidying up all the loose ends so that you know the country is as good a place as it can be for animals to live in and that's that's kind of what the mission is Excellent. Well, the best to look on that. Thanks very much, Declan. Um, just to say that, uh, you know, and you've always pointed out there's difficulties as regards who's got responsibility for dogs, and there's mm. three government departments. But the Minister for Agriculture is uh, going to talk in Cabinet about new legislation to uh, curtail some of the excesses of dog owning, which can result in things like sheep attacks, and most importantly, I suppose, of, of human, of that little boy in Wexford. So, yes. um, what's been proposed you know well, what what happened was there was a what's called an interdepartmental series of meetings to bring together the the, the, the local authorities and the Department of Agriculture that have been looking after the different parts of dog control separately, if you like. So they brought them together, which is exactly what was needed, and they've produced an interim report, which has been put to the Minister now. Um, and it's, unfortunately, it was reported in the Irish Times today, it's a little bit premature because we haven't actually seen the report, except we know that, we know some things about it. There are 15 key recommendations and that they include things like um, the on doubling, no, 40 new dog wardens around the country, so much better enforcement of the laws that are existing, which is really good. Um, there'll be um, the the, um, the on-the-spot fine for 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 not having a dog license or from or for letting your dog be if you like, un, uncontrolled, causing problems, that's going to increase from 100 euros to 250. That's the proposal. Um, and that's the on-the-spot fine. And the maximum fine is going to go up from 2,500 to 5,000. So in other words, they're, they're basically um, toughening up all the laws to do, with, to do with regulating your dog. So the idea is, therefore, people will be much more likely to actually 
look after their dogs properly. Also, they're, doing, they're creating a, 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 you know, a single database of, at the moment, the microchip numbers of dogs are stored in a number of different databases um, and that's entirely separate to the dog license database which means that really given that every dog in the country should be licensed and microchipped the government has a very poor understanding of, of, of who's on each of these different databases so the idea of bringing them all together into a single accessible place is a really obvious idea and it's great that they're actually talking about doing that now um, and I think that's really really important and they're also talking a lot about basically um, controlling restricted breeds in a different way and I think they've, they've looked to other countries like Portugal for example where they have um, better systems for controlling these dogs you know the sorts of dogs that we mean like people the ones that the large muscular breeds like um, American pit bulls um, rottweilers those big strong dogs in this country they're so-called restricted breeds and people have to be over the age of 16 they have to have them on a short leash and they have to be muzzled at all times in public and we all know that that just doesn't happen and part of the reason it doesn't happen is because it's it's not necessary a lot of time because some of the breeds on on that list you know are just people's family pets and there's not a problem there so they're going to change things there and include things such as if somebody has a criminal record then they are not allowed to own one of these breeds and people with these breeds have to have third party um insurance um so a number of different things this is all enforcement you mean if you don't get enforcement you might as well have all the laws you want and that's why there's going to be 40 new dog wardens and they they, they've actually acted very quickly this this um uh, this interdepartmental group was just introduced less than six months ago they've already got this report that the government's taken to the cabinet and I, i think they really want to take quick action on this which i think is very very positive there's also quite a bit on um things like education and neutering and these are also important aspects as well to control dogs so so um uh, at the moment, you see uh, around a hundred different animal rescue groups and welfare groups get funding from the government. There's something like six million that's split up between these different groups, and so they're they're using that funding um, first of all to make sure there are good standards in those rescue groups, to make sure they're doing things properly. So, in order to apply for this funding, you have to tick certain boxes. But as well as that. Um, they're, they're looking at direction of funding a bit more towards neutering, a bit more towards educating people about responsible dog ownership so that so that people know what they're meant to do. Uh, so I think this is all really, really positive and um, it's moving in the right direction. Very good. OK. Well, keep us informed anyway as you hear more and no doubt we'll discuss it. Thanks very uh, much, Declan. Thanks for coming in, Pete. And best of luck at the ISPCA on the, yeah. uh, yes. on the board there. I'm really excited. Make a difference. I'm really excited. <laughs> but yeah, we can make a difference.